0: welcome to top five a show where we count things down from number five all the way to number one this week i think we're starting to round the corner i saw my first leaf fall from the tree not because it's uh you know summertime but because fall is starting and uh, it's happening And I'm very excited. So this week on the top five, top five things about fall. And I'm going to start things off this week, Matthew, with my Uh number five. It's not effing hot. That's one of my top five things about uh, the fall. It is not effing hot because, man, uh, in western Kansas, at least, from about mid-July until about mid-September, it just gets unbearably hot. Like, for whatever reason, May and June are, like, cool and wet. And then right after the 4th of July, it's just like, hey, yeah, have you ever felt 120 degrees inside your car? Have you seen uh, your, your plastic uh, adhesive just fall off the side of your house because it's so hot? Uh, yes, yes, I have. And I don't like to see that. Uh, so one of my favorite things about the fall is it's, it's not hot. It starts to get cool. You can actually put on a jacket without, uh, without melting. Uh, you could wear a hat without sweating and, and causing the, the, uh, hat to, to, uh, stain. I just, I hate it when it's hot. So that <laughs> is, that is my number five. Me.
1: I almost, almost put that on my list because Kansas, even out here, the Eastern half of Kansas is like an entirely different ecosystem. Yeah. yeah. Because, uh, apparently a meteorite hit or something. And Steven's in like a flat, you know, yeah, we're in the we're in the high plains. You're in the high yeah, plains. We're in the high area. plains, um, and, and you're like in the weird, well, you're really green area.
0: You're kind of starting to roll into that um, that not Missouri Valley kind of area. It's more yeah. humid. Uh, it's a lower elevation, so yeah, it is. It is a total different contrast between eastern and western Kansas.
1: It's really weird because it's just a big square state. But I did not do that because I had other things about fall. And I did, you know, I I did take you very literally when you said, hey, the topic is five things about fall. Didn't say five things I love, just five things about fall. So uh, my number five is a thing that I love about fall, and it's a thing that people sometimes yell about for reasons I, I don't understand. It's a food opinion, and as such, I feel like, you know, it doesn't matter to anybody but me what my food opinions are. But my number five, and I asked everybody in the house what theirs would be, and everybody said pumpkin spice everything. And I I don't know. I am a fan of pumpkin spice. All spice, yeah. Yeah, I feel like a, you know, a hot dog is a sandwich and you can put pineapple on your pizza if I mean, I want. don't think and, I would put I don't think I would like pumpkin spice hot dogs. I don't know. I mean, I've never tried them. We had pumpkin spice marshmallows that were Yeah, really, cuz that's what you've really got that really you've got that
0: sweet and you've got that um what is it? Uh all, all spice is what it is. Right? Partly,
1: Yeah, and there's like um there's other things in there. There's like ground clover. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I, so, I I can see that on something sweet, is. but on something salty, I'm not sure.
1: I'm not sure that that would go over well. I've had pumpkin spice bacon. I've had pumpkin spice mm. donuts just the other day. Uh, my kid who drove the car to the coffee shop, very proud of them, drove the car to the coffee shop and, you know, was getting the regular order and all of a sudden <gasps> pumpkin spice. So, yeah. you know. Here is a pumpkin a, spice coffee and pumpkin spice donuts. The Well
0: Done channel on YouTube has a how to make a pumpkin spice hot dog. Spice up your dogs for the fall. That
1: sounds good. I with might the twist. It.
0: Yeah. See. Oh, but this is using. Oh, okay. So wait a minute. When they say pumpkin spice, I mean it's basically the same thing. They're right. just injecting their they're coring out the hot dog, right? Which in itself is a um, interesting. Just a tubular thing. Meat. Yeah, and then they're
1: injecting it with pumpkin pie filling. Okay. Now I'm not sure if I'm down with that. I mean, I've eaten hot dogs. I mean, that's what's in, that's what's in a pumpkin pie is pumpkin spice. You know, that's kind of, and then, and then they're topping it with butter. Oh my gosh. Then they're topping
0: that hot dog with whipped cream.
1: Hmm. Boy, I'm going to, I'm going to have to try it because a pumpkin pie is a more savory pie. I mean, it's not, I mean, of, of the pies, it yeah. is definitely in my top five. So maybe
0: in the future, ladies and gentlemen, we'll top do a five top five pies. pies. If we haven't already we done should it, do, which uh, we probably we should have. do
1: a pie chart of our favorite bars yeah. and then a bar graph of our yeah. favorite pies. Yeah. But yeah. I'm a big fan of when the pumpkin spice comes around and, you know, when people start saying, well, pumpkin spice, you're basic, you're stupid. Shut up. I don't know if that's a I mean, base. I don't know if that's a basic, right? I think it's, I think like people pumpkin It's a basic white girl thing. And I'm no,
0: like, <laughs> I think people are upset about pumpkin spice because it's the, uh, the, the hot new thing or it was at one point the hot new thing. And everyone's just like, all it is, is everybody talking about this and I'm going to be the curmudgeon and I'm going to resist change. And I'm going to say, I'll stick with my boring cocoa, please.
1: <laughs> there's nothing wrong with a boring cocoa. Either. I
0: mean, there's not, but that's, that's where, that's where the hate of pumpkin spice comes from. Is that, yeah, well, it's that time of the year. On my everybody wants it. And I, I really don't have a problem with it. I don't like, I mean, I like my pumpkin pie. I'm not yeah. a, I'm not a pumpkin spice latte drinker. drinker. I don't, I don't drink that stuff. Um, but I like the smell good. of it. I think it's really good. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. So that's, that's a really cool thing about, about fall. I'm trying to see, uh, there's a creamy pumpkin soup. With grilled hot dogs.
1: I've had pumpkin soup. Pumpkin soup is pretty interesting.
0: Have you had it with the grilled with the grilled hot dogs?
1: No, because usually when I'm eating soup of any kind, because soup is not food, soup is a beverage. But if I'm eating soup of any kind, it's because my stomach is upset with me. Oh. And so if my stomach is upset with me and I eat tubular meats, it's just bad. But yeah, I've had pumpkin soup before and it's not terrible.
0: I mean, I've had, um, what's the other, uh, gourd, uh, soups, squash, squash. I, I like a good squash, a uh, soup, squash. Well, what's the other one that they have? That's a gourd, uh, soup. Um, uh, oh, the, uh, acorn, the acorn squash soup. Yeah. That's the best one. Uh-huh. That is the best one. So, all right. My number four is I'm not a huge sports fan, but I do like to see the fall high school and college sports come around. In the Mm -hmm. fall, you know, you got your volleyball and your football soccer, depending on, you know, where you live and and whether some people consider that a spring sport or a fall sport Uh, around here. It's a fall sport and then cross country, uh, which is what I participated in growing up Uh, that time of year. It's just like, oh, even though the weather is changing, we have all of these activities to do and there's all these things that you can go and gather with people. Well, Maybe not right. Well, no, I take that back. People are still gathering together in large quantities and they're not wearing masks and that's, that's the bad thing, but I do enjoy the fall sports. because Sometimes you can flip through the ESPNs or the ESPN pluses. If you have the different apps and you're like, Ooh, here's this thing called lacrosse. I'll sit here for 20 minutes and watch lacrosse. Uh, and it's, and it's kind of cool. They're outdoors. Uh, and it kind of ties into a couple of my other items on my list, but I really enjoy the fall sports. I don't uh, necessarily, I'm not a big fan of football because I think that Uh, the tribalism in football is really kind of bad. Um, it's also the same in soccer and and whatnot, but, uh, at least in soccer, there's, there's not people beating each other up in the parking lot, uh, or, um, you know, doing other horrible things, but I, I enjoy the fall sports. Uh, so that is my number four.
1: (laughs) My number four actually isn't sports, but it's kind of related to the same thing because, you know, fall sports are when you go back to school. Yeah. And this is not something that I like about fall, but it's something that happens every fall. My number four is nightmares about going back to school. Uh, For some reason, like right around August, September, I start having that nightmare of, oh my God, I haven't set up my class schedule, or I don't know where everything is, or the class is almost over and I only have one day to drop it and I can't find the people, you know. Just those those anxiety dreams about going back to school for some reason, just crop up. Now, recently, actually, I started having them in the spring, which is just awful, which means that I'm not only old. I'm like sliding out of uh, sync with the time frame of the universe. But it may have
0: also been because in the fall of last year, everything was shut down. and then in the spring, some scum schools <laughs> went back, and so you were having that there.
1: That's possible. I don't know, but I mean, it's always, One thing, one recurring feature uh, in my dream that no longer exists is Heather Hall for some reason.
0: Oh, it doesn't Um, exist in your dreams?
1: It does. It doesn't exist in reality. They knocked it down, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's flat. You know, pretty much all of the buildings that I spent time in in school are gone now at this point and replaced with other new shinier buildings. Mm, Um, I think Heather Hall is the only one that they've knocked down. No, Uh, they knocked down my dorm, too.
0: Well, yeah, I guess they built a better dorm, but... Well, I, I don't, in the dorm. I don't have, yeah. I don't have, um, I don't have school. I mean, so I work at a university and teach classes. Yeah, You so. never
1: left school, man. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but I don't, but even when I was not uh, teaching the five years or whatever that I was doing major spoilers full time, I never had any anxiety dreams about school. Most of the times when I have dreams about school or work. They're like boring dreams, like, okay, this is what we have to do today, and let's go do this, and let's make sure that this is organized, but they're not, you know, panic-inducing scare dreams. It's just like, oh, hey, uh, you know, in this universe, uh, this building looks like this, and we have to get it wired, and, but it's just not a big, like, rush, you forgot to do this, and now everybody's, you know, you're going to fail kind of dreams. I just don't, I don't have, I, I've never had those kind of dreams, but I have had dreams about school, but usually they're kind of mundane, which is sad in itself.
1: Well, I, I think it's, it's, I would rather have mundane than anxiety. Oh
0: man. The worst kind of dream is when you uh, end up having to go to a meeting in your dream. Oh God. A meeting that it, could have been an email. Number. Yes. Uh, an email in my dream could have taken care of all of this.
1: Ugh. See, I love it when you like my dreams tend to take place cycling through the same places. Yes. Where you're like, Oh yes, I remember this from a previous dream. But yeah, I, I kind of like it when you have the dream where you're like hanging out with people that you haven't hung out with before. And sometimes mm-hmm. that comes as a meeting, mm-hmm. but it also comes as a meeting at a job that I really hated. So none of us were actually paying attention to the meeting. Mm. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. No, I, when, when it
0: comes to dreams, I will revisit uh, locations multiple times in that universe or whatever it is. And, uh, so like the Vegas, the Vegas that I go to is really interesting because it will also evolve uh, over right. time. So like, I won't have had a dream about this particular, I actually had a Vegas dream about going to an NAB in a Vegas. And I haven't been to national association broadcasters convention in probably a decade. And I, I went back and I was like, Oh, uh, this is a different building. You guys have really redone this. And I was like, what about this building? And they're like, no, that got torn down, uh, you know, years ago, but I can still <laughs> know where, places are in this in this vegas right so i can say oh you know can we go over to this place and sure enough that place still exists um so it's really interesting when you get into that so your brain likes new things matthews uh number four is uh terrifying dreams about going back to school yes horrifying my number three ties into my number five because when it doesn't get hot It starts to cool off and for whatever reason, some people still like to stay warm. And one of the things that people do in the fall, I don't know, uh, I'm sure it's probably not a big thing anymore, but people start fires in their, in their homes and a lot of places still allow you to have wood burning fireplaces. And so in the fall... Uh, I'll go outside and suddenly across the neighborhood, you can go, Mmm, someone has started a a wood fire and you can smell that. And it's like, oh, let's smell that delicious smell of the wood burning. And it just, you know, different woods have different smells, but it, that smoky smell of fall is, is something that really appeals to me. Now, some places have outlawed uh, wood burning fireplaces just Mm -hmm. because it's a hazard. Um, I know many places have banned uh, leaf burning, which is another kind of smell of the fall that I remember from my young, young days, right. uh, you know, 40 years ago where you could go outside and people would be burning their leaves in a big pile. And, of course, people would stand around and watch them and drink their beer as the leaves uh, burned. But they would be keeping an, an eye on that stuff. But just that smell of the, the wood and fibers burning is just one that ooh, takes me back. And, and I just love that smell. So that is that's a, that's my number three. The smokiness
1: of fall. That's actually my number one. Oh yeah. That's funny. Yeah. When I, when I was growing up, um, my mother's third husband was a tree surgeon slash, um, mechanic slash cutting down tree or guy. And he always had a wood stove Mm -hmm. and I remember, you know, the wood stove, he was explaining what woods do what. So now Mm -hmm. sometimes I'll be like, Oh, that's hickory. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's terrible. But yeah, I, there's something about it and I don't know if it's a universal phenomenon or a midwestern phenomenon or just a redneck phenomenon. Um but I share that with you where you will go out and all of a sudden you'll get a whiff of somebody's wood stove or you know mm-hmm. their their chimney and it's just it's wonderful. Yeah. It really feels like you're officially into the cooling season. Mm-hmm. It's now autumn. Yeah. Or or autumn as I usually pronounce. It. And I think there's something about the fall where
0: You know, especially if you live in an area where it gets a little bit more wet. And so you get a little bit of the rot, you know, going on with the leaves. And so there's something about smelling the smoke in the fall, which is very, very different than smelling smoke in winter. It is a very Mm -hmm. different smell, in my opinion. Uh, I grew up also with a wood stove. So, you know, I was cutting lots of wood growing up and burning the stove. So I was inside, outside. I know what the the smoke smells like. But to me in the wintertime, the smell of wood smoke is very, very different than a fall wood smoke. When things maybe are still maybe a little wet or still a little green and you're, mm. you know, you're burning those leaves and they haven't, you know, they haven't dried out completely. So you get that wetness or that, I don't want to say moldiness, but that, right, but that dampness that also comes with that smoke smell, which I think that yeah. combo is really, really good.
1: Yeah, I'm definitely allergic to spores, molds, and fungus. So mm-hmm. I, I actually agree with you. You do get that sort of, you know, wet, fungusy smell in the fall too, kind of a, you know, leaves are... Yeah. The mushrooms
0: are sprouting.
1: Mushrooms are coming down and the leaves are rotting on the ground and you get that. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that's not a good one. I don't like that. We don't know. I can understand that. But that's what I'm trying to say is that, you know, some people will say, well, what about in the wintertime? Wouldn't you like smoke in the wintertime? "Eh, It's a different smell. It is. It's quantitatively different. And I think part of it is the fact that under a certain temperature, it's almost too intense. You get more acrid. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're you're you know you're uh, you're inhaling more of the you know the death particles and not the the yummy smoke particles <laughs> is what the, it is
0: not the yummy smoke particle
1: right yummy smoke particles are good those are the ones you want on you know, like your ham and your bacon but the death particles those are the ones you want to stay away from that's like when a car catches fire yeah yeah oh yeah, yeah. We, there's a, there's we actually, we a carcinogen truck smoke that's very the different, ground yeah. in the driveway a few years ago and it was terrible
0: yeah no the carcinogen yeah. smoke is very different than a wood smoke too. Oh, yeah. Did you know
1: that a a truck will melt? Yeah. Anything will melt if you get it hot enough. Yeah, it's really weird. I mean, they were like, hey, what's this? And I'm like, it's two pools of glass and then a pool of aluminum. That's the front of the truck. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anything, that truck. anything will melt if you get it hot enough. Anyway, on mm-hmm. to our number twos. Uh, we have made it into the top two of our top five. Beats. And I just want to remind you. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you do, we need to get to your number three, right? Cause you did you a, your number one. I'm sorry, Matt. You stole my number one because right. you're you a stealer. Yeah. But my before we get three, so, let's before, wait, before we get to your number three, how oh, about okay. we do this? Let's Since do your number three is basically, you know, we've only got uh, four two. more left. Uh, <laughs> top five would not be possible if it wasn't for the support of fine listeners like you. Now Absolutely. listen, we're kind of in that, that, that time that we are still in the middle of pandemic but now financial crunch is starting to hit people a little bit harder, and that has spilled out all over uh, funding situations, whether that be Patreon or OnlyFans or whatever it is, that uh, the co fies whatever it may be that, that you're doing. Uh, overall, we start to see a downturn in, in giving. And so what I'm asking you is if you love fall, As much as Matthew and I love fall and you want to see top five continue and you want to bring back Rodrigo Lopez and maybe an occasional guest or two that'll pop in uh, going forward, then I would encourage you all to head over to patreon.com slash major spoilers and sign up for something like five dollars a month. This show comes out twice a month, three times a month if you have a a five week event. Uh, But if you if you enjoy this show at least 25 times a year and you think that that is worth your, you know, your money then please head over to patreon.com slash major spoilers. Kick in a few bucks. It doesn't have to be $5. If you only want to do a dollar, that's fine as well. If you want to do $25, we've got a tier for that. But uh, we could really use your financial support as we head into the fall and uh, into Matthew's number three. So thank you, everybody. Patreon.com slash major spoilers.
1: We surf into my number three and thus do we come to my number three. Another wonderful smell of the fall. Um, my wife makes really excellent. Your wife smells in the fall. Yes. My wife smells all the time. Um, but always nicely, but my wife makes really excellent chili. Mm. And my number three is chili. And the thing about chili is, I mean, I'm fine with the, Hey, I've gone to Sonic and I'm eating the chili on a dog or, you know, buying a can and, and microwaving. We actually had that. I had nachos tonight for dinner. And I threw a can of meaty chili on there and I'm like, hey, chili, it's fine. But when you have a good long simmering, like 48 hour chili, we used to make it with big hunks of like steak meat. You can't yeah. do that
0: anymore because my can. stomach did. Oh, awful. well maybe your stomach doesn't like it, but my stomach yeah. still loves it.
1: Well, you and your stomach can go and eat all the chili you want. Oh, thank you. But I. And of course, you know, uh, much of our household now is vegetarian. Oh, veggie chili is really good. It depends. I mean, I'm not a big fan of vegetarian chili because there's something about just the, all the beans. I don't know the nature of the, the texture. Chili is a very textural thing. I'll do vegetarian meats all the time, but for me, chili is not a beanie necessarily Mm. thing. Mm -hmm. I like the meaty Texas chili, but yeah. If, you know, back in the day, when I was a million years old, my wife would make this chili, and it was so good, and we'd have it for like four days, and we'd have it with cinnamon rolls, which is apparently a Midwestern thing. Yeah, it's definitely a Midwestern thing, unfortunately. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's fine. You know, What are we going to do? I mean, it's I love it. I mean, it's, it's the rest of the world that's missing out. We don't have pickles. Mountains, we don't have earthquakes. We don't chili, have chili, really pickles, good.
0: and cinnamon rolls. That's your that is your tri,
1: trifecta of deliciousness. And then, you know, the occasional tornado just to whoosh down, but that's what you get. And just a really, really good chili where, you know, three or four days later, you can throw a little bit in the microwave or pour it over a chili dog or you break a off just, a chunk of
0: it and chew on it.
1: I don't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. But yeah, I mean, you can, once you've cooked it, you can freeze it and you can heat it up later. But yeah, for some reason, no one will make me chili during the hot months of summer. But when it starts getting cold, it's always like chili. And then of course the, the lesser cousin of chili tomato soup. And then occasionally ham and beans, which I think is lovely.
0: Yeah. Ham and beans is good. I'm not a fan of tomato soup because of a thing that happened when I was a kid. Uh, but, uh, chili good. <laughs> Was it the time the horse showed up? At your window? No, 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 no. So there's this, there's this, <laughs> there's this psychological thing that happens to people. Oh, um, and it probably happened to you at some point where I you psychological in. Psychological ever happened to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Matthew, man, your therapist would be like a millionaire by now. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a the thing that happens when you eat a food and you have a disagree agreement with that food, mm-hmm. uh, usually going in, in reverse. Uh, from the way that it goes in. Right. And for many right. people, that will turn you off that food forever. And so for me, it was tomato soup and scones. And that combo didn't sit well with me, and I haven't had tomato soup or scones uh since I was like 11 or 12. Uh yeah. And also chocolate milk. I don't tr- drink chocolate milk for the same reason. But mm, chili I mean, I I wouldn't know because I haven't
1: had them in 35 years. I had an orange scone the other week. It was lovely. Yeah.
0: Mm, Orange scone. Yeah. No, a good chili. I get some, you know, the red beans, get some little pinto beans, uh, a few black beans, some big old chunks of steak, some uh, green peppers, some finely diced jalapenos, if uh, I swear, if you say celery, I'm hanging up. Oh no, 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 no. Some corn. You could put some corn in the chili. Now that's, yes. that's good. Um, and then, yeah. And then of course, whatever your, t- your tomato base, uh, uh sauce is, um, and then your, your chili powders, uh, just mix mm-hmm. that in, let it sit in the crock pot for, like you said, Matthew, 48 hours or 24 hours and then dish that stuff up. It's good. Also yeah. crock pots. Our best way to make those kind of soups and stews, so go and enjoy that. Thank you for sharing your number three. All right. We are now into our number twos, and my number two in the fall, the fall has one of the greatest holidays of of the entire year St. and that's the Halloween. This is where people go up and they try to do spooky and scary things. And you can go out and play tricks and have fun and get to dress up in a lot of different costumes and a lot of different uh, things. Some of them are sexy. Some of them are spooky. Uh, But if you do it right, you're going to come home with lots of candy that will last you until the next Halloween. Uh, But there's something about Halloween that is just a fun festival of weirdness Mm -hmm. that you don't see in the other holidays. I mean, you can't go to your cousin's house on Thanksgiving uh, dressed as a scary ghost or a mummy, uh, without people going, man, you're weird. Uh, you can't go to Valentine, uh, a day party, uh, dressed up like Dracula or a Frankenstein or a wolf man or a sexy nurse, um, without or people sexy going, Frankenstein yeah, or a sexy Frankenstein or a sexy Frankenstein werewolf. Um, but in Halloween, it's like, whatever you want to do, go out and have fun. And people, uh, accept and embrace your weirdness. I think for people that are afraid to cosplay, Halloween is probably that one event of the year where you can cut loose and no one's going to look funny at you. Plus candy. Uh, so my number two, the Halloween. That is my number two thing about the fall. Halloween. Yeah. What do you got for number two, Matthew? Mine's actually related to your number two
1: because. Uh, uh, did they get married and have children? Yes, actually. No, they're third cousins. Yeah, gross. They can only get married in like, uh, I don't know, Mississippi. I don't know how that works. Uh, but here's the thing. Halloween is not just an awesome, you know, time of putting on cool outfits and decorating things and having candy. Not that it's not. I like all those things. But Halloween is also a time when for some reason uh the cable networks start going, "Hey, is it Halloween?" Now I um unlike yourself, you like to go and pick a movie, stream that movie, watch that movie and be done with it. I'm really more of a can you start my orange kind of person? So I will like flip through my 450 channels of cable and just fall on something. And then I'll watch that. And that is the thing that I'm watching now. And around, you know, mid September, honestly, you start seeing the scary movies on cable. So my number two is the scary movies. A couple of years ago, movie
0: marathons.
1: Yeah. The kid and I were watching and all of a sudden this movie pops up and it was called hell house, LLC. (laughs) <laughs> and it's the story of a haunted, uh, basically a haunted Halloween attraction. They, they were doing a haunted house, right? But somehow they managed to do it in an actually haunted motel, and it's all done, Ian, I know you hate this, it's all done uh, found footage, Yeah, point of view no, stuff. No, I thought you were the one
0: that hates the found footage stuff.
1: Oh, I love found footage stuff. I lo- this is the thing, I've actually voluntarily watched cannibal Holocaust because I'm like, Oh, this is fascinating. Yeah. I love the found footage stuff. And this one is so, so good. And you get to the end and you're like, wow, that was good. Oh, there's four more sequels, uh, each less good. But the, uh, the thing that's wonderful about it is you can just be wandering around. Boom. Scary movie. Here's something, you know, with a werewolf and here's, you know, Todd Browning's freaks is usually on Turner classic movies in the fall. And if you haven't seen Todd Browning's freaks, you are missing an experience. My friend, sometimes movies from 1933 it'll give you nightmares do you what it'll give you nightmares. Yeah, they will. But not only that, I mean, I'm a modern person. You know, I grew up with movies like Logan's run. I grew up with fast paced movies like the black hole. Uh, kids today look at my movies and go, those are stupid. Well, well I mean, I, they're kind of right. Right. But when I watch like King Kong or the original Frankenstein or, you know, the Bela Lugosi Dracula, sometimes those movies, they go a little slow for me. Todd Browning's freaks does not have an ounce of fat on it. And the only time you're going to see it just flipped out on your cable is during September, October, November. The scary movies on cable.
0: Yeah, I think you need to. um, Does is that edited for television?
1: Uh, freaks, yeah. not like you see it on Turner classic oh, movies. Okay. okay. I mean, there isn't a, there isn't a whole lot in that movie that is inappropriate in 2021. I mean, it is a scary movie. It's a suspenseful movie and it has a little bit of body horror. Actually, it has yeah, a it's lot got a lot of body, of body horror. horror, but I mean, it, it's not like fake body horror. It's actually, you know, people who have whatever is going on with, you know, those yeah. issues. And of course, I think the, the ending has a little bit of intentional Hollywood body horror to it, which is, you know, a yee, but you know, you get to a point where you're like, yeah, that's scary. Yeah. That's just a scary movie. You should watch a scary movie. And that's why I say we're going to watch a scary movie. And that's my number two. All right. We have made
0: it all the way up to our number ones. And my number one is colors. Oh, I love the colors of the fall the oranges and the browns and the reds. Uh, I love that kind of stuff. Uh, sometimes some dark yellows will, will mix in. Problem is, you know, in the springtime you get a few pinks and whites. And of course we did the, the colors that we hate. And a lot of the colors that I hate appear in the spring, even though I love green. But then as you transition into summer, at least when it looks, even when you look at celebratory colors, um, Summertime is basically red, white, and blue because everybody puts so much emphasis on uh, Memorial Day and the 4th of July and Labor Day. And so those colors stick around forever. So by the time fall runs around, rolls around and we see our maroons and our reds and our browns and our oranges and our yellows, I'm like, I am down for those colors. Give me those colors year round. They feel like fall colors. They are fall colors. And just that change in color palette is just so welcoming. Uh, as the world is about to say, we're dying now. We'll see you again in four months. Uh, I just, I just love that explosion of color that happens in the fall. And granted, depending on where you live in the world, your fall may be very different because of the types of trees that you have, or when the the colors change, or when you know just things change their colors in the fall. Um, it may be different for you depending on where you live in the world. But man, the traditional fall colors. Ooh, Chef's Kiss. When it comes to Letting me know that fall is here, which is kind of how we ended up in this, in this, uh, topic to begin with. Because as I said, I was out the other day cleaning up the garage and the yard and right there by the, uh, the downspout was a little leaf that had uh, changed to yellow and had fallen from the tree and was now just saying, Stephen, fall is about to begin. Here we go. And I was like, yes, I am totally ready for this. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen, our top five things about fall. (laughs) Any questions? If you do, great. Why'd you let Steven steal my number one? I'm sorry. That's how things work. Top five. But here's the thing. If you have questions, you have comments, whatever, a couple of things you can do. You can go over to the Major Spoilers website, Majorspoilers.com. You can look for the top five things about fall, and you can use the comments section and share your top five there or share reactions uh, to the show with us. Uh, Perhaps you want to jump over to uh, the Twitter at Major Spoilers or at Mighty King Cobra for Matthew. And you can let us know uh, your reactions to the show or really the best thing that you can do. Honestly, listen close. The best thing that you can do if you enjoyed this episode uh, is to join the Major Spoilers Discord server and jump in the top five channel where everybody is talking about the items on my list. They're talking about the things on Matthew's list and they're talking about all the things on each other's lists. Why? Because everybody loves a list, and we will talk with you next time.
1: This podcast is copyright
0: 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.
1: Sick of being upsold at gyms?